You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Well, that's part of the truth. Uh, we've got Mr. Ronaldo in here today for the Classic Car Show, and uh, here he comes with the uh, water. Water. Water, water, water. Water, water. Why don't you take that number two chair over there? Yeah, just no, either one of them. I don't care. One. That one's fine. Okay. Um, and we'll get uh, going on the classic car show. It's I a, lost track of the time. I'm sorry. That's all right. No problem. We we didn't move anywhere. We're, didn't we're go still, anywhere. Didn't go any place. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, we're uh, glad to have you in. Yeah, it's been a busy, busy week or so. Of course, this last week was last weekend was Hershey. The Gathering of the Clans. The Gathering of the Clans. Yeah. That sounds and ominous. It was big. I mean, it was, they, it started off really big. How was the weather this year? Last <laughs> year? I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we had our board meeting Tuesday night. And an interesting thing is we have it at the museum. And uh, the AACA Museum on... Uh, um, Pennsylvania wrote Route 39, if you will, that goes directly to the uh, uh, Hershey Park. And a, a couple things. Mike, who is the the director of the museum, I don't know if I told you, but there was a guy, and I think he lived in Maryland. As I've been to his been to his place, had the largest collection of Tucker's and Tucker stuff. Car, including the original Tin Goose, which was the prototype car that, that Preston Tucker used to, to, to design and build the other ones. Anyway, he donated all of his stuff, every bit, cars, parts, research documents, tech drawings, everything associated with Tucker, um, he donated to the AACA Museum. And they're building a whole new wing onto the museum, the Camac wing, uh, for doing this Tucker stuff. So they, they showed us the, the um, uh, I don't know what it's called, you know, the little m- models that they make, of uh, the architects make of, uh, yeah. of what it's going to look like. Basically, um, models. Yeah, I, don't, I thought they had a fancy name, but they, they showed, showed us that. And uh, that will start after this winter when the the uh, uh, things start drying out after the snow and stuff up there. <laughs> so uh, that was that was uh, uh, really kind of interesting. Wednesday was a nice day, um, out walking around in the in the upper sixties, low seventies, sunny, nice. Then, uh, then uh, Thursday. And and I got a lot of stuff for the Thunderbird, and I, I got to walk around and 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 um, uh, see a lot of the the uh, the vendors and stuff on Wednesday. But anyway, Thursday, well Wednesday I had to work the library tent. Now what's kind of interesting is 
because of all the donations that come into the library, and the library is flat ass out of room uh, for stuff, they end up getting a lot of duplicates. So at the Hershey flea market, they have a library tent, and they sell their duplicates. Hmm. Oh and, yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, about that. and yeah. they and and we had a a, a a guy and his wife come in from Sweden, and they put them in those old. Like milk carton crates, you can get it at 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 Kmart or Walmart. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy came in and bought eight crates full of books to get shipped back to Sweden. Wow! And what was weird is they were most of them were color chip books, paint color. For, yeah, paint for, color books for cars or yeah, going all the way. Why? I, I'm you know why? I have no idea. But but uh, he he bought. Just tons of those things, and they're going. They're going back to um, uh, to Sweden. Now that I think you should call the NSA and ask them. About yeah, that. You, th- you think they should monitor this guy? He might be trying to trying to paint a fence or something. You know, you never know with these guys, do you? That is that. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but weird. you know, uh, it, maybe they. Did don't... anybody ask him? No. <laughs> uh, no, but he. You know, maybe they're they're trying to build a, a, a library in, in Sweden. I know that uh, that American cars uh, are very very popular in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're trying to do uh, something like that. I have no idea, but it was pretty cool. And he was a very nice guy. And then when I spoke Swedish to him, I thought he was going to faint. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't know you were fluent. In, in well, not fluent enough to get by because, as I, I don't know if I ever told you, but my parents were both born in Sweden. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were both born in Sweden. My grandfather was brought over, recruited as a prototype furniture uh, manufacturer in Jamestown. In Jamestown, they used to have huge furniture business, one of the biggest in the United States back years and years ago. They have a nine-story building called the Furniture Expo, and all it was there for is that the local manufacturer put their stuff in, and, and furniture buyers from all over the world would come in and, and look at stuff. I have a desk that my grandfather made uh, and a bunch of other uh, wooden things that he had made. I don't I, I'll be darned. So <laughs> I, I, it was kind of weird. I, I, I ended up Learning or knowing Swedish, uh, if you will, uh, probably before I knew English. Huh. Um, and we've known each other how long? A week or two. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you didn't tell me that. In the so um, he thought that was kind of funny. So I, I you know, and, and I, 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 I should have asked. I didn't, I didn't think think to do it but he bought a lot of stuff and that's good and the library did pretty well they sold uh, i think thirteen hundred dollars worth of, of of duplicate books out of the collection that they have and the other really cool thing well guess what oh the junk man's here it's it's the dempsey dumpster time um uh and another pretty cool thing that happened the AACA librarian Chris Ritter just got elected um, the senior librarian or the head librarian, if you want to call him that, to the uh, um, and 
This is a, an organization a lot of people don't know. Automobile Historian, Historian Society, people who study the history of cars and car companies and related stuff. So he just got elected to their national board, and they always have their big to-do in uh, uh, Hershey, and they have a big tent, uh, and and all of these these old professor types. This is, these are all pipe smokers, <laughs> and they're uh, uh, yeah, they're whatever jackets. Or yeah, the tweet. Yeah, and they're sitting in there discussing that. I I think that Henry Ford's tweed jacket had from my research brown buttons not the gray ones that you said in your last article huh. and they discuss all of this stuff you know okay let me ask uh, because I, I this is always we've been talking about this for years and years now with that organization is it basically 45 and older or do they have oh, some historians young? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is this is your college professor. So have they got new people coming in at all? Or I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I, I all I know is they're there, and they they have open, and you can you can go in and listen, and there's usually eight to ten or so, twelve, fifteen people, it's sitting around these and discussing stuff like that. That's just. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> well, somebody cares, yeah. obviously. But uh, so it's kind of interesting that they they. Uh, um, uh, so the, uh, you were talking about I know kiddingly about Henry Ford's coat, but what what are the other topics that they would? Tires well, you know, or no, no, well, or? you know that 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 uh, what year? Uh, uh, one of the the, the constant um, points of discussion in judging is related directly to them. What year? were the first radial tires used and what year were they used on radial tires on cars in the United States um, and every a lot of times when there's a major judging question like that uh, our vice president of class judging will contact them and and uh, they'll be they'll they'll check it out. The the best just on that particular one uh, in Europe, Michelin. The first Michelin radials that I know of were 1937, and they were only used on very very expensive European cars. They didn't come to the U.S. You know, cars like Bugattis and Isada Franchinis and this weird stuff. That you would never see. Uh, so the the AACA judging manual says fifty something for radial tires, I think, and and with the asterisk by there, and then there's a little note about European cars. So I mean, these guys, they sir, they that's glad there are people that are into you know really into that kind of minutia. I was just saying, Steve, that I can remember, as well as you, we're the same age, um, and I, I was really just just a kid, but I can remember when we went from tubes to tubeless, tubeless tires. tires, and as a kid, I thought, you know, that's just not going to work. No, it's going to, air is going to leak out yeah. somewhere. <laughs> that, that ain't going to work. There's I no seal it. inside. How can that be? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, tubeless tires. And then uh, and then they went from the six seventy fifteens to the 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 A seventy eight fifteen and all these uh, yeah tires have undergone a huge evolution over the years, and now they're getting even more goofy. Yeah, on the, the new cars, the ones that are two inches or whatever. Yeah, the 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 P metric designations, where it's it's half like like. Uh, uh, 60, 75, 15, or 50, that's 50% of the the uh, uh, the width. So if you have a, a tire that's 4 inches wide, it's only 2 inches high if it's 50. It's an, uh, the aspect ratio. So with, uh, you know, like the tubeless thing, this is what those guys would talk all, about? All kinds of stuff like that, yeah. You know, and when did the this this factory open, and and when did the first car roll out of it? I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's really interesting to listen to them for a while. <laughs> for a while, sure. yeah, Ten yeah, minutes. for a while, and then and, and it gets a little much. But it's the same thing with all specialty things in this hobby. Their brandy while they're smoking their pipes, talking about the no, coffee usually. Yeah, the pipe smokers. And, but it's the same in any any mark organization where it's designed for a specific car. They'll discuss minutia. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think probably the worst offenders in this, <laughs> if you will. Oh, we're going to stop? We're going to take a break, okay. uh, if that's all right with you. Sure. And uh, we'll come back with more on the classic car and Hershey, show. yeah. And Hershey and Steve Ronaldo, the Sweden, Swedish person. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Hi, everybody. It's Don Zabkar, your host for Who Knew? We air Mondays 2 to 3 on America's Web Radio and then occasionally throughout the week. We've got some great subjects. This administration or this regime, as you know, is providing us with great material. So stay tuned. Check us out. America's Web Radio. It's Who Knew with Don Zapkar. Did the light turn green and you're still sitting there? It might be time to take your car to Mr. Transmission and let the experts with over 45 years of experience check your transmission. Mr. Transmission of Sandy Springs is conveniently located between Steak and Shake and Sandy Springs Car Wash at 6569 Roswell Road. Look for the yellow and black Mr. Transmission sign or call 404-843-3379. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And Steve, the housekeeper, has been yeah, cleaning up my. All these twisted wires. Well, if you see if you if you were ever here during the week, you'd see the uh, the adult children that come in and play play games with everything. And what I love is I, you know, after all these years, I've told them, please leave the first little uh, switch there alone. But which one do they hit first and raise the volume until it blows my eardrums out? Oh, you mean the, th- yeah, the slide yeah. things on where yeah. all the micro or the headsets, headsets going? On. Yeah, and they uh, let's zoom this one up and see if we can launch them. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
So we're back to Hershey. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, so like I said, Wednesday Wednesday was a really good day for flea marketing. Actually, uh, it opens Tuesday. They they let them set up Tuesday. We got over there Tuesday and we walked around a little bit, and um, uh, and then I had the 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 national board meeting that night. Anyhow, um, and and like I said, I spent all day over there Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, I should say, and then Thursday you got over there, and the thing, Brenda and her her buddy, she has good friends they go shopping they go up into amish country and all of this stuff and then on thursday they have a a standard thing they go to hummelstown and go to this old old drugstore it's filled with stuff not drug stuff but stuff and then they go to lunch and some Restaurant, and then they go to this outlet mall. Well, anyway, that's always Thursday. That's the plan. And and then uh, um, I was over there walking around, and about noon, the skies opened up. <laughs> I mean, it just let go. Uh, I had a, a um, meeting with a bunch of people. I'll tell you the story. It's really kind of cool. Um Thursday at about 2 o'clock. So, I, I mean, I was really getting wet. So I made my way over to the Giant Center, which is where the, the big arena where they all of the indoor, like the Hershey Bears hockey team and basketball team and all of this stuff uh, do their deal. And then um, the, this program that we're doing, I, I think, is probably one of the better things. We've interviewed these people here. Uh, Penn State College, the Automotive Restoration Program. Well, what has happened since for a little while past, Jeff Mall, whose great-grandfather was the one that drove the Thomas Flyer in the New York to Paris race, uh, in 1908, has gotten really involved with the youth program, and he came to Chattanooga to do a a program on the Glidden Tour, uh, which is, was very interesting. His great grandfather also drove in the first Glidden Tours, a Thomas when he was working for the Thomas Car Company. <coughs> well, anyway, he drove my car one day, and we were talking, and he was telling me all about how he wants to do blah, 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 blah. So what he want, wanted to do was to arrange for the college to have a car, a, a, a student team, enter the great race. Well, since the Glidden Tour... And a couple of the people from the college, they have arranged to have a 1933 Buick sedan donated to the college. The kids are working on this car. And I told them to talk to Doug Siebold. And he's from Ohio. And he's like Mr. Buick Restorer in the U.S. He's done over 500 cars. Wow. And his shop is absolutely beautiful. 
I mean, it's it's one of these immaculate, perfect places that you you see on television. So we had to get together with people from the college, uh, eight of the kids that are are at going to school up there. Jeff was there. The guy from the Great Race was there. A previous young person team winner uh, was there, and. This is even cooler, and I didn't know this, but uh, the Co- Coker's granddaughter, uh, Coker's granddaughter, um, married this guy who won the great race. How cool is that? Huh. So anyhow, the deal is they've got this Buick. Doug looked it over for him and said it's a very, very nice and solid car. The great race people have waived all of the entry fees and all of the stuff uh, for this youth team. And um, we're working on sponsors and stuff now to – to because uh, it's going to cost a little money to do this and also uh, when, to get the car ready. And when, when is when's the right? Uh, in, the, in the summer, I think. Or late fall, late spring, early summer, um, and it's a twenty three hundred mile drive. So it's kind of exciting and kind of neat to see these kids all cranked up and doing something of this magnitude, uh, and and the involvement and the excitement of the people who are involved with this stuff. How, how old are the kids? 18 to 20? Uh, they're co- they're college juniors and seniors, so they'd be 20, 21. Do you, do you, would you know offhand if somebody was interested in donating, how they would donate? No, I don't actually. Uh, but uh, I can I can probably come up with some information. Is there... Is, I assume there must be an instructor involved that's... The guy that, that I know the best... His name is Earl Maury, and it's Penn State College at where's the where's the Little League World Series played? Uh, yeah. It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, you know, Jim would know West Westport something. Anyway, it's their campus, and we've had them on before and talked to them. Um, but if if anybody has expertise. Or has cash, or would like to support this? Um, you could also contact Jeff Stum S T U M B at Coker Tire. He's the the great race organizer. He's the one that that ramrods the great race program. And I'm sure that Jeff would have the answers. If anybody is interested, donate. And I've already given them some money. It's it's a worthwhile cause. I, I think something like this. I would venture to say they had a, a website. Who? The team. They're going to. I know. I know they said at Hershey. They, but that was just last week. Uh, this has come together pretty fast. So I'm sure they will. Um, uh, but you can call Jeff, and I'm sure. And I, I see people that are interested in this, and we out, we've had this discussion 15,000 times. Oh, what are we going to do when all this old farts croak and all of this other stuff? Well, these are the kids. I, we, had, we were in, in sort of a, a, a sitting in a big circular 
area talking about this stuff. And everybody was talking to them about the car and all this. And they came to me and I told them, I said, you know, I think you're much more than the car. I think you're an example. I think if if other young people hear about what you did, what you accomplished and stuff, you're going to, to foster a huge interest in this old car hobby, much more so than just talking about nuts and bolts. I mean, whether you win or lose, it's not important, but you did it. You tried, and, and if we can get the word out, and you guys can get the word out, I, I think uh, I think it's important. What if America's Web Radio became the uh, unofficial forum for the, for the race? Could be. I, I don't know how that works. I, I mean, that stuff... That's above my pay grade. Keeping uh, keeping the world posted on how the kids are doing with their cars and getting it ready, their car and getting it ready to go. Um, and we could certainly post uh, if they send send us pictures. We could certainly post pictures on our uh, social. Media. That's a wonderful idea, I, and uh, that's a wonderful idea. I uh, if, if you can write a note for me about things you want me to do. With this, make a note to find out about. Uh, I'll I'll forget. I'm one of these. You know, I have to write shit down, or I'll forget. Or fecal matter, I'll forget. And and I can. I'm sure I can. I, I'm sure they'd love to. And I'll bet you one thing too. I'll bet you that uh, the guy who's the captain of the team wouldn't mind calling in and talking to you. Uh, uh, every couple weeks about what's happening with the team and where they are and what's going on and all of this stuff. Um, I, I think that would uh, uh, you would provide a very valuable service. But I, I think it's a really cool story how uh, how everybody has come to support these kids. Um, you wouldn't happen to know offhand the the kids that are on the team. Are they basically only from the Pennsylvania area? I don't or? know. I, I honestly don't know. Well, I, I doubt it because there's not many colleges um, where you can get a degree in automotive restoration. I would love to go back to college and do that, as a matter of fact. You know. <laughs> uh, I'd get it in Croke, but I'd still like to do well, it. I, I've, I've also been talking to my buddy Bill Word, and I'm, I'm trying to convince him that he needs to donate all of his old K.R. Wilson stuff to the school. Yeah, yeah. He's in Florida, right? Yeah, the Florida guy. Yeah, the one that's really ill. And and uh, I've, I've almost got him convinced that, that he should do that. That that would be uh, that would be cool. I. You know, I think something like this—it's almost—it's almost a gotta be. You know. Um, well, this is this is what's gonna. And if they could get some national coverage out of it as well, which I could help them get that uh, on on, not on the semi-mainstream Fox or somebody. I, I don't know about uh, the other st- other channels. Don't particularly care for me. We don't. You don't think we could get Chris Matthews to host the race? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Bob Costa, maybe, but yeah, he'd have to Bob put in Costa. his uh, political. Did you? Did, I, 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 did did you see? I'm speaking that before we stop again. The the cartoon in the the Atlanta paper about the guy in the full 
Indian headdress. It was one of the best political crowd I've seen in in a long time. Full, full Indian garb, big headdress, and all this stuff. Standing in in front of the uh, EOE committee, saying, "So, you're you're under you're 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 offended by what's going on in 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 uh, with Washington. Indians." And he goes, "Yeah, Washington is really offensive." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought. Did you see that? That was really cool. I something like that, but it was a it was a great cartoon. Yeah, we're gonna do away with. Uh, we're gonna change the name. We're going to do away with Washington in the name because it's so offensive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Hi, this is Dave Smith. Listen every Monday to America's Web Radio, The American Dream. My past background with healthcare, being president of uh, insurance companies, will keep you informed on healthcare and other topics that's going on in Washington and around this great country. American Dream, 10 a.m., America's Web Radio. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Are we, we cooked? We're, we're back. Okay. So anyway, like I said, I had that meeting on Thursday, and it just opened up, and then it poured. They said that the Hershey-Harrisburg area had six to seven inches of rain from about noon to late, late Friday afternoon. It, it rained so much, there were roads and streets and stuff closed. Anyway, so, so I went over Friday, and, and Brenda went, and we, we walked around a little, and it just kept pouring, and she said, that's it, give me the car keys, I'm going over to the condo. So she left and, and went over where the girls were, and uh, I messed around and did some stuff. I, and it, I would say by 12 o'clock Friday, 75% of the people left because of the, the rain. And the sad thing is that, you know, I go to walk around the flea market. People don't put their stuff out. They, they uh, uh, so you don't get to see anything except for the big vendors. You got a drum roll over there? What? Williamsport. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Yeah. You're welcome. Cool. <laughs> so, anyway... And and then we have a reception uh, hosted by the Hershey Region Friday at the Hershey Lodge, um, and then the auction, and we get a free deal to go to the auction. 
the book is 85 bucks, and we get a bidder's pass and all of this stuff to go to the auction. And so we, after the, the dinner, we went in and hung around a little while and watched some of the cars go through. Like Brenda almost fainted. There was a blue 57 Thunderbird E-Code bird, which means it has two fours. Went through at $127,000. And she said, Steve, when can we sell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we were watching the auction, which is kind of it. And I'm not a big auction fan, any of them, but the R&M auction is completely different from, like, Meekum or the Moron Jackass auction. You know where the guy sends <laughs> The guy is it it the 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 people in the in the walk the audience and do the bids. Um, all are in tuxedos. The auctioneer is an Englishman, and he has that like coconut thing that yeah. they use. And he <laughs> bidding will commence at fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Sixty. Seventy five. None of this screaming and carrying on like jackasses. <laughs> well, you know why they do it, don't you? To, to uh, when, uh, the, all the screaming and stuff like that is to get your adrenaline going. And it, I just and, find it annoying. And wish you'd shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I used to. Uh, I've never been to a Jackson type auction or a car auction, but. Uh, I used to go to them uh, when I was farming, and and and, and cattle and, and hog auctions, and uh, I always I was my problem with going is that uh, I'd probably bid on something that I had no business bidding on, you know. But, but no, I think they're fun. I, I enjoy auctions. No, I, I like the classy ones. And, uh, well, you you know you could wear you should have worn your top hat and. You know, and and uh, you know it, with the bidders thing, they have uh, uh, champagne and hors d'oeuvres in the back with your bidders pass. You can now do they uh, do they do it where you can get bids from any place in the world? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the same guys, and it's the most expensive car I've ever seen. I know. I'm sure I told you about the 4.2 million dollar car that that sold several years ago. That was pretty amazing to me. I'd, I, I'd never seen anything like that. But that that would be one that would get your attention without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, uh, pretty exciting, actually, to see a car sell for that, that amount of money. And then, of course, the car show was Saturday. And they, as you know, and I've told you before, they, they usually the car show is monstrous. But I talked to the vice president of class judging on when we were driving home on Sunday and asked him how he said there were 611 score sheets turned in, um, which is somewhere about two-thirds less than normal. So a couple, about two-thirds of the people decided they weren't going to... to uh, uh, bring their car out of the trailer. Wow! To go to the to go to the car show, but anyway, the Hershey region is holding hosting the car show on a um, old section of the original Hershey golf course. 
and 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 they've done work on it. They've added gravel and a bunch of other stuff. So it drains very well. And even with all of that rain, there was no mud, no nothing, not even a wet blade of grass. Wow. Where the car show was. There just wasn't. That'd be impressive. Yeah, yeah, they did a hell of a job uh, um, with this stuff. So anyway, other than – and, and uh, like I said, I mean, all those people left. I don't think I've ever seen the Hershey Flea Market area look as deserted as that. I mean, it was really pitiful looking. Yeah, that's a shame. Because uh, this is the big event of the year for many, many, many people. Yeah. And they plan their year around this the, these four or five days, and it just so two years in a row bad weather. No, last year was very nice. I thought it was very it was windy. Yeah. Well, that you know, wind is okay, but the rain is just is a big damper. People put stuff out, but I got a lot of the stuff I needed to finish the Thunderbird, and it goes to the um, uh, top installer Monday. So oh, is he back from? He's everything is everything is a go with him for Monday. So well Monday is the the day that that shows up that that goes. That's uh, that's fantastic. As yes, I think so. I'm, I'll be glad to get that thing done. I've got a couple more things to to put in, and hopefully this afternoon we'll get to do some, and tomorrow I'll get it finished. Um, with all of this, uh, with this deal. Another thing I was going to ma- mention, uh, do you know the the TV show called Chasing Classic Cars? No. It, um, it's on Velocity. Velocity sort of took over from Speed Vision. Sort of. Sort of. Um, there's a guy that has a show on there called, his name is Wayne Carini. His father was a restorer. They're from the Connecticut area, and he's very famous. And he's really hooked up with AACA, and he did a couple of his segments for his shows uh, at Hershey. And uh, so, uh, uh, and the nice thing is, he really likes AACA, so he was wearing a, either a shirt, a jacket, or a cap. The R&M auction people are hooked up with us pretty pretty strong. So when they do their auctions now, they uh, have the AACA logo projected up above the auctioneer. That's cool. Yeah. So so AACA is doing a lot of stuff to to try to continue to promote the hobby, um, to promote keep the interest going. And you asked me a question earlier about prices. Um, We didn't stay that long, but the ones that we saw uh, go through the auction, in the auction catalog, they they give a list of um, what, what they expect the vehicle to sell for. Uh, they all made that that they all the ones we saw made the made that that projected cost, and a lot of them went over. So apparently, the collector car segment 
financially is still doing pretty well. Is this is this true from say muscle cars to the? These guys don't do muscle cars. They don't okay. they don't have a hot rod. This is all mostly classic cars. Pre World um, War Two or a lot of pre World War Two stuff. Uh, but you're not going to see. I got this Herjinko Camaro. It's got 1483, 1961s, and then big back by tires in the back, four times power steering, 18 windshield wipers, and all that. You know, you don't hear that. You're like you do at that the moron jackass auction. No, this is this is a, a different group of people, and you could tell by looking around. They're they're this was a more okay. Now, for the people like myself that don't know. The cars come from individual collectors? Yes. A, a, a lot of them. What's happening now is um, because of the age of the people involved in this stuff, uh, they're dying, of course. And and a lot of these are from the cars from the estate of. So you're you're seeing a lot of that from the estate of, and and there'll be like fifteen cars out of one estate going through here, hmm. going through how, the how auction. How many cars did they auction in one day? Uh, I would say they do about two hundred, um, wow. maybe not one hundred fifty to two hundred. That's that's a heap. They go <laughs> from dawn to dusk almost. I would say no. No, not really. No, they, they uh, maybe not quite 200. I'm not sure. Uh, the, the, I, I don't, a friend of mine wanted to look at the catalog, so I don't have it with maybe, maybe 50, 60 a night. It's hard to say. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. But they, the, the Thursday auction cars start with the number one. It's day one. And then they go day 101, 102, 103. And if I, if I remember, it was something like, 60 75 somewhere in there so you know maybe I, maybe 100 was too much but they're usually they they start late afternoon uh generally start after dinner so buyers are they generally individual buyers or are yeah, they uh, yeah. corporate buyers i don't know you don't know hmm. you don't know they you don't know, and have no idea who they are what the, what Okay, we all know what the position our economy's in, but and we and we all would be the first to say that uh, we know the place of gold and silver. Basically, uh, you were talking about the fact that classic cars are commodities, but at the same token, uh, you have the collapse of the economy. It's going to be hard to sell one and and get your money out of it. Uh, you, gold or silver, you could trade as a as a smaller commodity, how would how would you ever? I, I think the people that can afford to play in this ballpark won't be affected. Not going to worry about. No, they still got to eat. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that that this is. Hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of difference between. Well, I, the car that they told me sold for the most was pushing a million dollars. Was a uh, the centerfold card. It was a Pierce Arrow. A uh, great aero touring car, brass aero car, just beautiful. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and and people that are playing paying in that ballpark, just it's not a big issue. 
Well, you know, to a degree, I would agree with you. Uh, I guess it all depends on the And severity. Europeans and Asians. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, like I said, there's always at Hershey a lot of Europeans and Asians there. South yeah. Americans. Hmm. No, that's, an, that's interesting. We're going to take our last break. We'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, everybody. It's Don Zabkar, your host for Who Knew? We air Mondays 2 to 3 on America's Web Radio and then occasionally throughout the week. We've got some great subjects. This administration or this regime, as you know, is providing us with great material. So stay tuned. Check us out. America's Web Radio. It's Who Knew with Don Zapcar. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Mr. Steve Ronaldo, AAC board member and uh, Swedish-speaking <laughs> end of it. Say something in Swedish. Who murdered Dewey Dog? Should I be insulted now? Did you say something nasty in Swedish? No, I just oh. asked how you were doing today. Oh. Well, in Texan, fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I speak Texan, you speak Swedish. Uh, <laughs> Not much anymore. It's like the old thing, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, it was funny where I grew up, the they, two predominant nationalities of immigrants were Swedes and Italians. So you speak Swedish, Italian, Swedish? No, <laughs> but, but they, uh, a lot of the kids... Uh, and the Italian side knew all the knew you knew Italian too, so they talk Italian to each other, just like on they did on the Sopranos. Yeah, and and uh, the Swedish kids knew Swedish. They were the two predominant nationalities. Yeah, why, why did I think Ronaldo was German? But it's Swedish. heavens no, not German. Anything but that. Well, I'm sorry. Well, Mercedes Benz. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> No, I, uh, I, no I, it, it's it's a long story. Um, we have one of those in our family. I think it's genealogy, yeah, where they yeah. study your. The name goes all the way back to the Viking raiders, hmm. and when the the Vikings owned all of Europe, um, our side, obviously, or our forebearers, or whatever you want to call them, were in Spain. And and they decided, in order to minimize the aggravation with the Spanish people, they took Spanish surnames to try to, to get along better, I guess. Anyway, then, of course, they got kicked out and went back. And the warrior uh, class kept a lot of them kept their name. That's why when you you go you look at at, at 
Norway and Sweden, sure, there's Olsons and Larsons and Carlsons and Nelsons by the millions, but there's a lot of that don't fit. And that's because they go all the way back to the, the these old old days of Ragnar the Red or Eric the Red or whoever <laughs> the hell they were. Whoever they be. Yeah. Well, now, was that politically correct? Uh, I don't think the Vikings really worried about yeah, you don't anybody that run around with a big sword with horns on their head. I don't think is really worrying <laughs> a hell of a lot about being politically correct. You know what's interesting? And this has nothing to do with cars, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it's it's like people have always, in some shape, form, or fashion, taken somebody else's name. Not It was like after the Civil War, many of the slaves and or even the freed that didn't have last names, they took their, their owner's name or a friend's name. They well, that's decided. why there were so many Washingtons and Lincolns. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're... they're even some black Moxleys out there that uh, had taken uh, had taken uh, the family name after the Civil War. Yeah. Anyway, why okay, not? Let's I get mean, back yeah. to the, uh, why not? Yeah, back to the car business, uh, the car business at hand or whatever. Um, I, I'm very interested in in this project, uh, uh, the Great Race, and do you think they'll continue it after this first session of? of Having the kids be They've involved. done it before. Other teams have done it. But I've not been involved. So this one, uh, like I said, the guy that won one of these these uh, things married uh, Corky Coker's daughter. <laughs> That's a mouthful, Corky Coker's daughter. And so they've done it in the past. But I've not been involved. This this year I, I have an interest in, in, in what's going to happen with this deal. Oh, well, it's good. So I could, uh, you know, and... and What's a shame is obviously you know about it in the in the hobby and in the industry, but you don't hear about it on the mainstream media, or you don't hear about it outside of the. the yeah, hobbies. that would be a good that would be a good sixty minute story. Yeah, that kind of a of a program. Or I could see it on the History Channel doing a whole uh, series. The on History it. Channel used to be the sponsor of the Great Race. Hmm. The guy that started it, and I can't, is, 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 uh, uh, was from Texas. I can picture him, but I just can't think of his name. And if you go back to, this is like the 30-some year of the great race. The first few were sponsored by this guy by himself, and then it was sponsored by the History Channel. And the History Channel used to have updates, where they were, little little blurbs during the day of what was going on. Uh, it's like some of their shows would, where they'd cut like five minutes short and do this about the great race. And then they went away. And then I, I don't know who did it then, but I know now that the uh, Coker Tire uh, guys, I think, own the great race name. Hmm. The, guy, the guy from Texas is, is, is no longer with us okay the uh coker has universal tire as well in yes. in uh, hershey yes. isn't it yes they're um, in pennsylvania yeah. so they they've got to be a big active part in it i would assume yes they are and like i said they they've waived all of the fees for these kids that's that's you know that's great and i it, it should get the exposure that it needs you know? well we we ha- we now have the the possibility of having 
uh, a world-famous advertising executive take charge of this stuff. And who is that? <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm sure Jeff will be more than, than uh, glad to work with you on setting this stuff up. Jeff Stum. Nice guy. Stum? And S-T-U-M-B. And, and yeah, oh, I've yeah, to yeah. Coke retire, yeah. He's a, a nice guy, and uh, he's his his main job is to to set up and run the great race every year, and he's he's done the the great races, also that go uh, like when was it? Nineteen oh nine. They were going to recreate New York to Paris. Well, they had everything all set up, everything lined up, and the Chinese pulled their um, passports. They wouldn't their visas. They wouldn't let them go through China because of what they were doing to the the Dalai Lama. Is that how you say it, Dalai yeah. Lama guy? Huh. So they 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 couldn't do it. Now they did do another one, but um, a couple of years ago. And um, I think they didn't follow the exact route. I think they went through Russia because the Russians didn't care. So the route goes from New York? It go, it, how it was supposed to go was New York to San Francisco to Alaska. They were going to drive across the frozen Bering Strait. That's how stupid they were. They had no idea you couldn't do this. <laughs> And and that way, so what ended up happen, happening was when they got to Alaska and the guy said, you, you, there's, you're just nuts. It's impossible. You can't do that. And they could have. Okay, so today, though, how, how do they, do they all put their cars on the same, uh, same ship? Yeah, across? yeah, and they go across. There was, I think Jeff said 16 cars. A couple of Model A's even, you know, some other stuff. And they, they drove to Paris, and they went across. But it's a great story. If, if um, there are, There's Canadian PBS did a special, made a special about the great race. The original, 1908. And I was at the unveiling. Uh, premiere, whatever you call it, when they showed it for the first time. And there's a couple other books that have been written about the great race, and it is just one of the most wonderful stories imaginable. And it's all true. And, and you know, you think about this. We make such a big deal out of Charles Lindbergh and flying across the Atlantic. These guys were gone for over 160 days. With no roads, no struggling, no parts, no nothing, for 160 days to do this. It's an amazing accomplishment. Probably didn't have uh, Georgia Tech engineers with them uh, to. Uh... Well, George Schuster was, and hmm. and and uh, the the story has so many little things that they did. To make, to make the car continue. Um, so so it, it's a wonderful story. It, yeah. it really is. And, and um, if you're interested, well, first of all, 
you can go to thegreatrace.com, find Jeff Mull's website, and he has all of the books available, uh, had them reprinted. Some of them are pretty old, but now they're reprinted. And the video and a bunch of stuff and a whole explanation of the story. And when he does his, his one-man show, he comes out and talks to it. Now, his great-grandfather, George Schuster, lived to be 99. And Jeff knew him and heard all of these stories firsthand from his great-grandfather. So he sort of he puts on a duster and the cap, and he has the flag that he that they carry the American flag they carried on the Great Race, and he sits down and tells the story first person, and he's excellent at it, and he looks like his great grandfather. Hmm. So yeah, you, you told us about or told yeah. about it. Uh, well, he we've time. had him on the show. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a nice man. I mean, he's a great guy. We've become pretty good friends over the years uh, f- from doing this stuff. And the first time he did, a quick story. And I, when we set it up at Chattanooga, and when we did the reliability tour, and he was coming, we had no money, and and uh, the IAV equipment that we that the hotel had um, didn't work, and they were gone. So I couldn't get a hold of anybody. So I called a guy. And and uh, said an AV guy he says, oh, that's like three hundred bucks. To I said, I don't have that kind of money. He says, I'll tell you what, I'll trade you two cases of moon pies if you let us use your <laughs> thing. And he did. That's cool. That's cool. Well, with that, we're going to have to end the show. Thanks for uh, tuning in, Steve. Thanks as always for being here, and we'll be back next week with something or the other on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. <laughs>